Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good evening. Tonight we shall be enjoying 15 true horrifying college dorm ghost stories. So please, sit back, relax, and do enjoy. Number 1. My first year in college, my dorm was haunted. I lived alone and would hear knocks on my window in the middle of the night, even though I lived on the fifth floor. One night as I was sitting in bed doing my homework, my electricity went out. But when I opened the door, I saw the lights in the hall were still on. I went back into my room and saw a woman sitting on my bed. She didn't have much of a face and her clothes were torn and bloody. I screamed and when I tried to open my door, it wouldn't budge. Three different people came to my door to see what was wrong, and in that moment, the lights turned back on. I moved the next week. No more living in buildings where people have died. Number 2 There was one time when my mum went to a camp at college, and all the seniors told her to be careful in the residence hall near the park. If someone knocked on the door past midnight calling her name, she was told not to open it, because it'd be the ghost of a nun. At midnight the first night, someone knocked on her door, calling her name. My mum opened the door and saw a shadowy figure zoom past her towards the direction of the cemetery across the park. Number 3 I lived in the oldest residence hall on campus my freshman year. It used to be a hospital for people during the influenza outbreak years ago, where quite a bit of people died. There was even a room in the basement where the morgue used to be. I was in my room one night trying to sleep when I heard my door open and shut by itself, even though I lived alone. I tried to ignore it and tell myself I was imagining things, but seconds later, I felt something grab my leg and it looked up to see this dark thing floating by my feet. It looked like the top half of a body. When I looked away to turn the lamp on, it was of course gone. 
Number 4 I'd heard rumours that my freshman dorm was haunted, but dismissed the stories. One morning, I was sitting alone in my room, no desire to go to class, and said out loud to myself, I think I deserve to stay in bed today. Clear as day, as though someone were sitting on the bed next to me, a male voice replied, Just stay. I jumped up to check the hallway of all my all-girls floor and then out the window onto the roof next door but there wasn't a person in sight and I definitely didn't stay. Number 5 I woke up at 5am to see my roommate preparing for school. She was already in her uniform I sat up and asked her if she had a spare uniform I could borrow, and she nodded and opened her closet to show me. I thanked her. She smiled, waved, and turned to go, and I spent 30 minutes more in bed with my phone. I got down from the top bunk to start preparing for my day, and looked over and saw my roommate sleeping soundly in her bunk. Who was there at 5am? Number 6 During my freshman year at Ole Miss in 1972, I lived with a few other hippie wannabes in a two-story home that was built before the Civil War. One warm, still evening, as my roommates and I were watching TV in the living room, the front door burst open. In flew a gust of frigid air followed by a wispy form that flew past us and rushed up in the grand staircase. We stared at each other in shock, afraid to move or speak. Someone finally broke the silence and we realised we had all seen something a little different. One roommate described seeing a glowing orb. Another had seen a wispy form like I did. Everyone agreed that somehow, whatever it was, the ghostly form was female. Later I went down to the courthouse in town and talked to some old-timers. Turns out our house had history. The structure originally had three floors but the top floor was destroyed in a fire. Someone at the newspaper office told me that the twin girls had been trapped in a third floor nursery when the fire broke out. Their mother perished when she ran into the burning house to save them. Several other strange things happened during my stay at that house. Heavy footsteps on the back stairs late at night. Piano notes played at all hours or intermitted cold spots on the floor. But I never saw anything ghostly come through the front door again. Number 7 A month into my sophomore year, I started waking up with strange scratches on my side and back. It was odd, but I figured it must have been bumping into the radiators beside my bed during the night. So I started lining that wall with pillows. Two weeks later, my boyfriend, now husband, woke up in the middle of the night and swore he saw a friar in grey robe. By the time my boyfriend got his glasses, the person had vanished from the room. 
the university is a Franciscan college, so friars were not an uncommon sight on campus. But they wore brown, not grey. A few days later, the topic of campus ghost stories came up in one of my art classes. As soon as I mentioned my story, the professor, who was my advisor and also a friar, perked up and correctly guessed which dorm I lived in. He told me that the campus had once used my residence hall as the friary while a new one was built. He consulted with another friar on campus who was an ordained exorcist and gave me a blessing to stay in my room. After I did, the random scratches on my body stopped showing up and though my boyfriend continued to feel a presence occasionally, I never had a malicious feeling to it. Number 8 Merion Hall, built in 1885, is the oldest dormitory at Brian Marr College and home to a ghost named Lillian. I came to college not believing in ghosts, but I was still relieved when I didn't get assigned to that supposedly haunted room on the third floor. I lived on the second floor directly below it. According to Lore, in 1901, A young student named Lillian believed she was suffering from leprosy. She bathed in kerosene, convinced it would cure her, whether by accident or intention, as some versions of the story go. She set herself on fire and leapt from her third story window to her death. Some 100 years later, on a freezing February afternoon during my freshman year, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Someone dared to hold a seance with a Ouija board in the haunted room. Shortly thereafter, a pipe burst directly above it, flooding and destroying everything inside. Rooms on the second and first floors were also affected, forcing some students to vacate as plaster and water dripped from the ceilings and down the walls. By an odd stroke of luck, my room was spared, as I watched girls rushing around shrieking, trying to preserve their belongings. I quickly changed my mind about ghosts. Number 9 I go to Texas, Lutheran, and supposedly a girl died in one of those rooms in Trinity Hall. Ever since then, her room has been closed off, and no one is allowed in except residence life staff. One day I heard a ton of banging above my room and called my RA. We went upstairs and maintenance opened the door. We saw very human-like scratches and blood-looking stains all over the walls. The ceiling was completely black and there was about an inch of water on the floor and dripping down the walls. Totally unexplainable. Number 10 I attended a weekend conference with my cousin at Marymount University where my aunt worked 
As soon as we got off the elevator, I immediately felt an overwhelming sensation come over me. When we got to our room, I felt as if I had no control over my own body and began to treble as I uncontrollably cried. We changed rooms down the hall and I never had an issue unless we passed that room or was near the elevator. A few weeks later, my aunt received a letter from the nuns who stayed in that room, stating how they also felt the same overwhelming rush and they thought there was an evil spirit there. Number 11 Keating Hall on the Ringling College of Art and Design campus, previously a hotel, was famously haunted by Mary, a prostitute who hanged herself in the 20s. A student told me that they were doing a self-portrait in the mirror of the communal bathroom one night. He knew someone was in the stall behind him because their feet were sticking out. They were taking a long time so he turned around, but the stall was empty. The creepy part? When he looked back in the mirror, the feet were still visible. Number 12 Legend has it that there was a fire on the third floor of my building and someone died. Students were only allowed to live on the first, second and fourth floors. The third floor was blocked off. One night while I was sleeping, I was awoken by the sound of heavy furniture being moved around on the floor above me. When I called for my roommates, I heard violent banging on the wall by my bed, the ceiling overhead, and the wall opposite me. When I mentioned the terrifying experience to my roommate, she said she had experienced the same thing before but was too scared to bring it up. Number 13 I went to Keene State and I was staying in my boyfriend's room in Fisk Hall. We were going to sleep when I had a feeling that someone was watching me. He had a habit of giving his room code out so I wouldn't be unusual if someone had come in to crash the night. When I opened my eyes, there was a little girl standing in the corner. She didn't say anything but just kept staring. I asked her who she was and she immediately turned around and walked right through the wall. I struggled to sleep after that. Number 14 At one point, Pettibone House, located on the southern edge of campus, was a senior dormitory. All the rooms were connected in order to bring the seniors closer together before graduation. One particular friendship among three seniors proved to be stronger than death itself. The two friends, let's call them Amy and Joe, had returned from spring break and were unpacking when a third, let's um, call her Beth, returned. After they had been talking for a while, Amy and Joe realised Beth was troubled by something. They asked her what was bothering her and Beth said she was afraid that they would lose touch after graduation. Her friends hugged her and told her she was being silly. They would keep in touch and never forget her. Reassured, Beth told her friends she was going to go visit Meg, another friend down the hall, 
when Beth didn't return after many hours, the two friends went to find her. Meg said Beth had never been to visit her at all. A little later, all three women were called into the Dean's office and told that their friend Beth had been killed in a car accident on the way back to Wells. She had never arrived at the school. Number 15 At one time, during the college's early years, there was a cholera epidemic on campus. One of the rooms on fourth floor in Maine was used as an infirmary, a room facing south towards Morgan. It was formerly room 305, but during the renovations in the summer of 1983, it was split into two rooms, one of which has the more easterly of the two eyebrow windows. One young woman confined there with cholera was nonetheless visited regularly by her fiancé. Since he couldn't enter the dorm and she couldn't go out, he would climb to the top floor of Morgan and wave across to her window in Maine. He happened to be there in his usual place in Morgan on the night of the terrible fire as he watched his sweetheart was consumed by flames. Many people have lived in those rooms in Maine and although none have reported specifically of the ghost of a girl waving at the window, many have complained of a wide variety of strange happenings, unexplained knockings and other noises, feelings of unease and small objects being moved about when no one was in the room and so forth. Before the renovations, Maine 305 had been a triple Three students living there in the mid-1980s experienced several of these odd phenomena and took to talking to the spirit which shared their room each night before going to bed. One night they forgot and one of them fell asleep on the couch they had. In the morning when they woke up, the folds of her clothes had left marks on her skin, which is not uncommon, but these marks took the shape of words. No one knows what the words said, but the students were able to get the Dean of Students to give them an immediate room change, which was very much discouraged and hard to get in those days. They all moved to Weld and would never live in Maine again. Well, that has been our 15 true horrifying college dorm ghost stories. If you have any stories of your own that you would like to share, then please submit them to the email address in the description. And if you enjoyed, please leave a like in comments letting me know what story was your favourite. It's been a pleasure. It always is. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.